Hello, pre-chat time. I like to say this is my first take, but it's not. Um, Darcy in the background, you can faintly hear her eating her dinner, dog biscuits, custard creams, fig rolls. <sighs> Anything else? No, she's actually just eating dog biscuits. Let's stop talking about dog biscuits. Yeah, today's guest is a very talented Billy Callum. He is a singer-songwriter, and for some reason at the end, I call him Callum. Don't know what happened there. Just decided to change it up. Anyway, he was in Rent the first time I saw him with the very talented Lucy Jones, who is being a guest on this podcast. He's episode 10, season 1. Uh, we talk about all of his best things, as always. And uh, if you want to find out more about him or follow him, all his details are in the links below. But it's pretty much just at Billy Cullum, not Callum. That wouldn't work. Anyway, Darcy, finish your food. Let's start the podcast. And more pre-chat. Um, we recorded this in March, so hopefully times are a bit different now. Probably at the pub. Probably you're not listening to this podcast. No, obviously you are, because then you're listening. Do you know what? Start the podcast now. Hello and welcome to the podcast with me, Daniel Johnson and Darcy. And this is Best Thing. Hello, as always, this is Best Thing, where we talk about the best things in people's life, from food to TV and film to music to something random and a new category, you. Yes, you've got to say something nice about yourself. Anyway, today's guest is the very talented Billy Cullum. He is a West End superstar and a singer-songwriter, and he's got music out right now. Go and check it out. I'll leave all the links below. Just click on it. That's fine. Uh, we'll be finding out about his best things very, very soon. But before that, we've got Adam Harris with his fat chicken. His question will be coming up very soon, and then his answer. Bethia Beats bring us the best in brand new music. And the boys at Film Bag, Tom and Revan, doing their film reviews, all in one podcast starting very soon. Next up, Adam Harris's fact checking question, and then followed by interview with Billy Cullum. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? Fat Chicken here doing the fact checking for you. Um, how many pyramids are there in Egypt? The Great Pyramids. I think it's like two or three, is it? I don't know. I'm going to find out how many there are for you and come back to you at the end of the episode to give you the answer. Okay, see you then. All right, clack, clack. took me all of lockdown to actually sort of pull together and get this actually rolling um i think because it was the first time really lyrically with my music that i was stepping into my queerness openly everything before wait 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 wait. are you gay no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) i think that everyone thinks this is a gay podcast because most of my uh, lovely uh people that we've had on here have been of the persuasion of the gayness yeah, and I just think like you know, stepping stepping into that that queerness for the first time lyrically is it's like it feels quite a, a big deal. So, so I, th- I think that's amazing. It's, it's so commendable and stuff like that. And you feel like in this time you should be able to just do that. But my first recollection of watching a music video ever. Uh, when there was a little bit of gayness, right? And I don't know if you remember this. You know the Leave Right Now video by Will Young. Yes. Right, there's a bit where the bouncer comes right and he goes, You're right, mate. And it was only the first time that he's talking about a boy, yeah. And I was like, Because Will Young was like the person 100%. Like, the but like, if you said to your mum and dad, say, say anyone's you know, but you know, when you're coming out and all that situation, and you just went, I'm actually going out with Will Young, everyone would be like, Oh, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> You could be the Will Young in the future. You could be like, oh yeah, I'm just going out Billy Callum. Well. I know, I know you're happily, happily with a, a lovely partner, but at the same time, like, you know, you could be that person that makes it easier for someone else to come out and and to do music and and be open and honest like you. I don't know why we're starting off like this. I just thought normally I don't, but I thought, it, why wouldn't we? When you you're on the precipice of a song and music and everything coming out, it's great. That's what's that's what's been really lovely actually. Is, is I, I released a song fifth of March. And you know, I think what is it? It's been over. Has, when, when was Fifth of March? <laughs> I just can't remember. I, can't, I don't know. Do you know what? It's just gone to days now. I have no idea what day it is. I'm assuming I'm, it's a Monday. Oh, it but, is a Monday. Yeah. I can see. On, I can see on my laptop. Yeah, it's been over a week now. I should know that. Um, yeah, and I've had. I've received so many messages from young queer people just being like, "I haven't heard that in a song yet," and there must be so many songs. Um, 
that are lyrically like that, but they don't get put in front of audiences enough because labels um, shy away from queer artists far too much, I think. Um, Maybe you're the Rosa Parks of queer artists. Maybe you're the... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're the person who sits down on a bus. You're the person who does this and helps all these queer queer artists and all this stuff and people just coming out and going, oh yeah, I'm just like Billy. And in the end, it just becomes normal and everyone goes, I don't care. Because Ollie Alexandra, you know, Alexander... Alexandra? Is that Alexandra (laughs) Burke? Alexandra (laughs) Burke. Anyway, Alex and years and years, you know, he's, he's been up there. He's been doing it and, you know, he's been quite honest, I think, with his... Yeah, one hundred and 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 artists like M and E K as well, um, and Troy Savan. Um, yep. But they, you just don't hear it enough. Like on the radio, it's like the hetero. This is how you stand out. This yeah, is this is the heteronormative cool. sort of like lyrics that you hear that, that we're just supposed to sort of like you know. But there's just a lot more straight people. That's the only reason I reckon. There's just reckon? a lot more. Straight. Yeah, I just oh. think there's a lot more. And I think, I, 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 honestly, at the same time, I think yes. If this was quite a long time ago, I, I'd, I'd worry a little bit more. But now, I just think it's just we're just slightly outnumbered. So if you look at it, like ten percent of music is queer music and gay music, then mm. then that that that's kind of where we're going. Going and the rest is ninety percent of of straight music. So maybe if we look at it that way. Anyway, we're getting <laughs> deep. We're getting deep already. Deep, um, deep. Billy, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, this is episode nine, which is incredible. Uh, episode ten, we've got uh, Joe McEldry. So we're, the caliber is just there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, don't laugh. Joe, I love Joe. I love Joe too. That's what I'm saying. The caliber is, is there. His voice is insane. He is the most like in tune. No offense, singer I have ever worked with. I've never worked oh, with you, so it's fine. I'm, I'm really out of tune. <laughs> Thank God You're not for it. Stop it. Right, so um, I don't know if you've ever watched Benadorm, but we call this now the soft opening because Darren, who writes uh, Benadorm, was on uh, episode two, series two. And uh, yeah, so we just call this the soft opening. We will get into the conversation we are speaking about. Um, this is Best Thing, and we're going to be finding out what Billy's best things are. I'm doing it like a radio show. Why am I doing that? That's you've, got a really, you've got a really good voice for radio. Oh, but face for... T- not face for TV. No, no. <laughs> I did not mean it like that. I did not mean it like that. Well, there you go. That's, that's, that, that is the clickbait for this. Uh, we're going to get straight into it. I'm going to... Uh, uh, we'll do it after this little jingle. Don't worry. We'll come back. Billy. Food. Oh, I just love food so much. Can you cook? I ask people this all the time. Maybe because I just want to be invited over for dinner when we're allowed to, because I don't want to cook for myself ever again. Ever again. Oh, Can you cook? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Do you know what? If No, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's yeah, really wrong. If I, if I can be bothered, I can. I can. No, I, ca- I can cook. I'm just... I'm really, really lazy, but also I get distracted really easily, so things can go wrong very easily. <laughs> you now uh, just remind me of the dog in Up Squirrel. Um, just, just literally, <laughs> honestly, that is literally me. The other day, the other day, what was it? Two weeks ago, I um, was just putting soup on the hob. Simple soup, Heinz tomato soup. That was my lunch, my lunchtime meal. There's nothing uh, wrong with that. It's fine. No, no, it's just simple, and. Um, the choreographer who I was working with, this was more than two weeks ago, actually, the, the choreographer I was working with on my music video sent me her initial ideas and the soup was on the hob. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, and I was watching these videos and I was just watching them over and over again. And honestly, 15 minutes later, I was like, shit. <laughs> and there was, <laughs> there was, there was you burnt the soup. I burnt the soup and there's tomato soup everywhere in the kitchen. You need to be basic and just put it in the microwave, then it won't happen, then it's on a timer. I know, I don't, we don't have a microwave. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. We can't <laughs> cook. Microwave. No microwave. I mean, that's, you're setting yourself up to fail. Okay, so you can't cook. No, my, boy, my boyfriend can really cook. So you have to tidy, you have to tidy up and clean? Um, I, I, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what do, do you do, Billy? Come no, on, I, do quite, I do quite a lot of it. I do quite a lot of the tidying up and cleaning, I think. <laughs> You are sounding like such a catch right now. I'm, I'm a real I feel catch. sorry for your partner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Actually, so, do you know what? I'm sorry. What? I'm, I Go am on. a tidier. I am a tidier. I will. I, I like to clean. I like to keep things like minimal. That's what I do like to do. You know, that's just called control. Just <laughs> There we go. I'm controlling. <laughs> Aren't we all? So don't worry about it. Um, so 
okay, you're, so you're not like the chef, but what have you been enjoying eating? What do you like eating? If you, if you went to anywhere and if something was on the menu, what would you go for straight away? Oh, it's a toss up between like Italian food or Vietnamese food. Ooh. It's a toss up between those. I want you have to choose, or you're gonna have to make them fight, <laughs> like in a Harry Hill kind of way. I'm joking. Don't have to choose it too. Who cares? Have, have them both. Um, what is it about Italian food? What 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 would you love? Do you know it's so funny? When I, when I was growing up, I never used to like pizza. Never ever used to like pizza, and we used to go to our local Italian, this amazing Italian called Terra Mia in Norbiton and Kingston. And, oh, big uh, shout out for them! Big shout out. <laughs> Lino, <laughs> Lino, Lino, Lino. <laughs> and um, they are amazing. And honestly, I've been going there since I was like, oh, I don't even know how old, since I was probably like seven. And um, I always used to get pasta, plain, plain ass pasta. And sometimes they'd put butter on it. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, no, I can't, can't do it. I mean, that. you were eating like a seven year old. So that's <laughs> exactly. how seven year olds eat. You don't, you don't eat like that now, though. Um, no, no, I've got a lot better. I have got a lot better, but it took me quite late in life. It was probably until like about tw- I was twenty, I sort of twenty three, when I actually started to develop <laughs> taste. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing, though, because actually, I'd actually like to have loads of taste when I was a kid, and then less taste now, because then I wouldn't have to go to the gym or go for runs. Like mm. I'm, I'm injured now because I've, I've run every day this year. And I haven't stopped. That's and I've actually day. now hurt myself because I, I haven't taken a day off. So it's between <laughs> 5 and 10K every single day. No oh, my God, off. that's insane. Yeah, I don't have a... Well, I do have a job, but I don't have a job that I work every day. So I have to do something. Oh, God, I, str- I, I struggle with the workouts. I've been quite good in this last lockdown on workouts. But um, <laughs> the first lockdown, when we're talking about food, let me tell you, I, I think I put on... So I've lost quite a bit of weight recently. <laughs> Well, well done. Good time for the promotion, for promo, promo. Yeah. You're like good, Beyonce, aren't you? You're like, I'm in the shirt. I can do up that Reese shirt now. Awesome. <laughs> and I am, um, yeah, I mean, I was literally having Ben and Jerry's daily, yum yums for breakfast, fry up, um, you know, pasta. Someone's comfortable in I their relationship. So comfortable. <laughs> and I was just, and we had, we were given that time. And I'm I'm actually quite an introvert, so you know, staying in the flat and just getting time to create, I was literally like, "Hallelujah!" We've saved the voice for a little while, you know what I mean? Because you, you can voice. sing. We're going to talk about music later, but you can sing. You know what I mean? <laughs> sang. Well, I, I try. I try. Whatever. You can what? sing. Let's just stop it. Uh, what uh, What don't you like? Because you sort of said that you're you, not that you're fussy. That you were fussy, but I have a feeling that you're still fussy. Why I'm, are you not eating? I'm still fussy. I, I yeah. can't really go near seafood. Oh, I can't you're go missing near... out so much. No, I can't. I, it's so weird because, like, you know, I mean, I don't eat a hell of a lot of meat. I, chicken is, like, my main source of meat. Um, but fi- I don't know why a fish just feels really weird. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, but could you kill a chicken? <sighs> mm. No. Could you kill a fish? I'm, no. Isn't it funny that you feel like you also you couldn't kill a fish? Because I feel because I I don't eat uh, meat, but I eat fish. Because I feel like I could just kill any fish apart from an octopus. Because there's a we'll talk about a film on TV, but there's a thing on Netflix uh, called My Octopus, octopus Teacher. Yes. No. I, oh my god. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I've I've I mean, I've heard about just, it. Just watch it. That's what I'm just gonna say. But then, uh, <laughs> but then also like you know. Eating octopus. I remember going to, I can't remember where it was, some aquarium. <laughs> You're not allowed to eat them in an aquarium. No, so no. <laughs> I'll have that one, please. Yep, that's, that's lovely. I'll have that octopus right there. But it was this octopus. And I was reading the little bit about it, and it was like, you know, oct- octopuses can, um, they have like the brain capacity of like a six year old. Yeah. They're super, super intelligent. If you watch this documentary, you'll cry your freaking eyes eyes out, man. And, and they've got three hearts. Um, their life cycle is quite intense. Anyway, we're getting too far into this. Uh, what would you say, Billy, is the best thing when it comes to food for you? Obviously, not seafood. Um, the best sweet food. Sweet. Ooh. Ooh, I Desserts. Am, I am the biggest sweet tooth that I think I know. Honestly, like to a ridiculous extent. To a ridiculous extent. I think what's my main... 
I love cookies. I love donuts. I love ice cream. I love chocolate. My biggest doubt, do you know what my biggest downfall at the beginning of the first lockdown was um, we started treating ourselves to Waitrose. We were like, nice. you posh. know, th- yeah, we went, we went posh because usually we're Sainsbury's and then we went posh for lockdown because we were like, that's the highlight of our day is food. So we were like, let's make, let's make a moment out of this. So we'd go to Waitrose and um, it was at that time in Easter and all the lint bunnies were for sale. Like the big lint bunnies were 59p. And I, I kid you not, this isn't me exaggerating. I, I filled a complete basket and I came back and I f- literally finished most of them. <laughs> they're quite thick, by the way. They're not like a thin chocolate. They're like intensely thick. It's, ch- it's chunky lint beautifulness <laughs> okay really what i'm gonna say <laughs> is uh, the best thing about food for you is sweet treats but may- mainly limp bunnies in a massive trolley in waitrose uh, if you're ever in a waitrose we're not sponsored by them and you see billy coming down the aisle just make sure that if you want a limp bunny go and get it quickly leave him in the veg go and get your limp bunny because he will eat it uh, <laughs> next up we're going to be talking tv and film We'll be right back with Billy's best thing when it comes to TV and film. But before we do that, we've got the boys at Film Bag or Reviews or whatever we call it now with Tom and Revan. And they'll be telling you what to watch. So over to you guys now. Hey everyone, it's Tom, back for a gargantuan instalment of the film bag this week, because we're discussing Godzilla vs. Kong, the latest film in the MonsterVerse franchise. Look, I don't think I really need to summarise the plot of this film because it's pretty self-explanatory. A big monkey fights a big lizard. It's really as simple as that. But if you do need a bit more convincing, here's a quick clip. We have to take it. What's coming? This child. She's the only one he'll communicate with. I knew that they had a bond. She had nowhere to go, so I made a promise to protect her. And I think that in some way, Kong did the same. I'm gonna be honest, I really wasn't looking forward to watching this movie. The last film in the series, Godzilla King of the Monsters, didn't leave the best impression on me, being pretty drawn out and just a bit boring really. So when I mentioned that I could review Godzilla vs Kong for Dan, I thought I was gonna regret it. Luckily for me, and those who are excited to see some large-scale monster action, the film is much better than I expected. There's actually a lot more action than I thought there'd be, and it is admittedly satisfying to watch a giant ape knock a mutated dinosaur square in the jaw. Even some of the moments with Kong where he isn't smacking around other kaiju are pretty enjoyable. The film doesn't take itself too seriously, which is where the last film definitely suffered, and there's some weird enough sequences with anti-gravity and monster lore in this to keep your attention when there isn't any action going on. That said, Godzilla vs Kong is once again let down by its human subplots, which are far less engaging than anything monster related. The film is paced quite well, so these sections don't drag on for too long, but I do hope they either figure out how to make the human characters more exciting, or just toss it all in the bin, honestly. You might say this is a bit of a Fisherman's Friend situation, a movie I thought that I'd hate, but ended up quite enjoying. I'm not going to sit here and say that Godzilla vs Kong is a masterpiece for anything, but it does what it says on the tin. Dumb, fun, monster-filled action. So if you want to watch two big animals punch each other in the head for a bit, you can get the film now for rental on a variety of platforms, including Amazon Prime Video, Sky Store, and iTunes. We'll catch you next time for another dive into the film bag. Film and TV. Why did I do that? I've never done that before. I might cut that. Film and TV. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's going to be a clip that I'm going to use all the time when we're going to do this. It's just going to you singing by yourself as well will cut me out. Um, Film and TV. What a time to you know bring out stuff on even on YouTube or anything like that. Uh, Do you know what I've actually um, I've sport myself because I bought YouTube Premium. It is a game changer it's expensive right but it's a game changer it's amazing right because i was like what is this youtube premium that they keep oh, asking me to buy but... i know 
It's amazing. The main reason is, and we're not sponsored by anyone, but main reason <laughs> why, no adverts at all. Oh, that is, that's dreamy. None, right? And then also, if you swipe up and you're doing stuff on your phone, it carries on playing the audio. So it doesn't cut off, so you can still oh, listen. Oh, I love that. And it's amazing. You can um, download chats and stuff like like uh, videos and stuff like that. It is absolutely life-changing. And I've, I sent it to my mum because I felt like my mum needed it because she watches <laughs> a lot of YouTube. Normally about camper vans. Anyway, TV and film, what have you been watching? What What would you say I should actually watch? Is there anything you'd be like, oh, you have to have seen this. Trust me, I've seen a lot of stuff. But let's see if you can... I mean, my, me probably my number one film sort of sort of the latest few years is Parasite I'd probably say have you seen it? yes oh, first time I ever went to the cinema by, by myself oh is it? I, I saw yeah. it by myself as well there you go I love, I love going to the cinema by myself I love going to the theatre by amazing. myself it's do like, you? yes I really love mm. it see it's... I'm annoying because I want to look at people and see their reactions. I, I nearly got dumped by my ex for um, every time I would go to a comedy show. I'd look at him because he'd, he'd, he'd um, not be laughing or laughing. Maybe he was. And I'd be like, <laughs> and he'd be like, stop looking at me. <laughs> yeah, we didn't work out. We didn't work out. Um, what did you love about Parasite? I mean, because it's such a great film. And obviously, you know, it won the Oscar and, and uh, it, you know, is an incredible, funny, but very dark comedy. Yeah, it's I couldn't I couldn't say what genre it is, but it's comedy sort of, horror. Comedy horror. Yeah, it's it's oh, like yeah. comedy horror, thriller, drama. It has like every little bit of every little thing in there. It does. And God, it's 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 just incredible. I mean, I need to, I, I think I've watched it like three times already, <laughs> and I just want to watch it again because just it's just I've, they're, they're, the cast are fascinating. The way it's filmed, the yeah, the com the com and I mean, the comedy just rides over everything before it gets to that really dark turn <laughs> towards the end where it literally. Wait a minute, there's a dark turn. I must have stopped <laughs> watching. No, I didn't. It gets very, very dark. I mean, it's just and it's incredible. And and, and I always tell people when it comes to foreign films and like because I watch a lot of stuff with subtitles on anyway. So yeah. I feel like I'm always watching a foreign film because I'm watching Ozark right now and and some of that I just can't hear. So I just put on the subtitles so I can follow it. And yeah. I think that's good. And it's a great way of getting kids to read, apparently. If you if you put on the subtitles when you're watching Disney movies and stuff like that, they will pick out words and then they can go, oh, I know, I saw that word on that D you know, DVD that I've watched about a million times. Yeah, it's funny. It sort of it sort of like grips you onto the story a bit, little bit more, maybe, because you actually have to focus on the story rather than getting distracted by your phone or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> as I mean, we do at home. As we do, as we do. But like Kore Korean filmmaking is incredible. It's incredible. down. They've they got have it down. Got down. I mean, I watched Tra Train to Busan. Train to Busan was. Um, I watched that during lockdown. Is that the zombie in, one? The zombie horror. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, I've seen it. It's great. In incredible, incredible. Yeah. So good. I love. I'm. I'm. I'm quite a big fan of horror and edge of your seat thrillers. That's sort of. I love to get scared. It's quite hard though to scare now because for me, my biggest scariest films. Have you seen Descent? Oh yeah, the descent. I did the, oh. that. Was like my A level media thing. Was I think. it really? Yeah, I did. I did like like an analysis on it of like, you know, the female last one standing type thing. Yeah, and it's, it's fully female female cast. You know, apart from <clears throat> things that might be down there. No spoilers. Yes. <laughs> it's an old film. It's fine. Um, and I loved What Lies Beneath and oh. um, with Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford. What Lies Beneath is on my list of my favorite films. Although it's it's funny because I watched it I watched it again I've watched so many films during lockdown <laughs> I watched it again <laughs> during lockdown and it still it still has that that chill it still has that chill from when I first watched I think I was like twelve or something when I first watched it and it was me my mum and my brother my dad was away and we were shit scared in the house because <laughs> <laughs> it's it was, all based in the house as well so it's easy to be scared yeah it was the eye through the fence that stayed in my head it just stayed in my head oh. what about the bath i can have a bath for ages just because <laughs> you just laid in the bath just underneath I'm, the water yeah this is this is really weird but i did used to pretend that i was michelle pfeiffer in the bath <laughs> i always used to do that from then on i used to pretend that i was michelle pfeiffer pfeiffer paralyzed and that i would try to pull the plug out with my face 
Oh yeah, because you can't move. Oh my god, it's so intense. Uh, uh, talking about intense films, and I'm just supposed to be talking about what you what you love. But we watched Gravity the other day. I Ooh, was on the edge of my seat yet again. That film is intense. Gravity is brilliant. It's it's funny because I, I I mean I love those sort of, you know high caliber films let's say, but then I also love the opposite end of it. Like, what are you gonna say? So. Although it is high, ca- it, no, it is high caliber in its genre. You know, Mean Girls, Bridesmaids. They're amazing. They're, hi- they're they are high caliber in their genre. It's see like, how much money they made, and they are high caliber films. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And, but, and then things like uh, th- this is where I'm going down. It's like, um, like Daddy Daycare and Cheaper by the Dozen and <laughs> and Little Rascals. Yeah, but they just feel good. I tell you what, Instant Family, really good with Mark Wahlberg. It's on oh, Netflix. It's incredible. I thought it was going to be crap. And it was Same. awesome. I saw that in the cinema, and gosh, I was in tears. I was in yeah. tears. There's um, a- t- go on, go on, go on. Sorry, I, I, I have this thing about like I get told off because I always interrupt, and I look back at when I'm now it's happening right now. But I look back at the little squiggly lines about how much I talk, and I'm like, Dan, you need to shut up more. This is about Billy. Oh yes, no, carry I, on. Can, I, I can literally. This is the thing. You do have to stop me and interrupt me because I <laughs> film. This is the thing. Films, TVs, music, food. It's like it's what I live for. So. Of course, that's why um, I ask these categories because exactly. it's really good to talk about. So like, I mean, Superstar is one of my all-time favorite films and it's like it's i i love will i do actually love will ferrell but some of his films for me are hit and miss because sometimes that comedy doesn't i don't know sometimes i don't find it funny sometimes i find it really funny it just depends what film it is but this film stars molly shannon and it's um some of the cast from saturday night live and it's this Mm -hmm. is it's quite an old one and it's it's about this um school girl whose parents have died from they used to be in like a river dance um championship sort of group and they of were they, they were like tap dance to death <laughs> and so <laughs> she's raised by her her grandma and she dreams of being in hollywood and she goes to this like catholic nunnery school <laughs> and it's um she basically a, a talent show opens she auditions and it's just it's iconic comedy I Molly think they Shannon. should recast it, and you should be in it. I feel like you're well invested. Um, because we completely overrun, and that always happens. We haven't even spoke about TV yet. But I'm going to say, actually, maybe the best thing for you about film and TV is probably horror. I think you're a big horror fan. We haven't had many of those. People are quite yeah, scared of horror. Because my all-time favorite TV show is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There you go. Yes, And RuPaul's Drag Race. Can you watch... But that's not horror, is it? No, I mean, sometimes not. some of their dance routines, I mean, some signs of it horror. I get told off because I haven't actually, I've only seen one episode ever. <gasps> oh my gosh. Do you know, when I first started watching it, I found it quite overwhelming because yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a lot. And then suddenly I was just like, Invested. I'm super, I'm a super, super fan. Like, you know, my YouTube recommendations is just like report, 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 report. <laughs> See, mine is Marvel, football, and tech. I mean, that's how basic I am. <laughs> like, literally. Marvel's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wonder Vision is like the shit. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's on Disney Plus. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to say horror is the best thing for you, Billy. Uh, we're yeah. going to get on, and I feel we're going to get quite in depth for this because we're going to be talking music after this. We'll be right back with Billy to find out what his best thing is to do with music. But before we do that, we've got the wonderful Bethia at Bethia Beats with her track of the pod. So over to you, Bethia. Probably saw me let go. Panicked and you said hello. Swallowing the words you say. You know I'm not okay. Hi everyone, it's Bethia from Bethia's Beats. My chosen artist for this week is the extremely talented Chinchilla. Now, if you haven't come across Chinchilla before, this is your chance to get to know her before she absolutely blows up and becomes a huge star because best believe this is bound to happen to her. She's a self-made urban pop artist living in London who has accomplished so much in her career already and just a couple of those things are she went on tour with Sting and she's also performed at the Estonian Music Awards, which is just amazing. She's recently released her latest single, Fingers, that you are currently listening to right now. It's just the coolest tune and the music video just really, really takes it up to that next level. So you really need to go and check that out. If you like the vibe of this song, here's a snippet of it playing in the background. But stick around to the end of the podcast where you can hear the full song. 
and you can also find all of Chinchilla's social media which are linked below and where you can find this absolutely amazing tune. Thank you so so much and I will see you next time. I saw Rents four times. Did you? Yes. Gosh, that that show, that show is just amazing, isn't what? it? What I I've seen Rent done many times over the years, even with Caprice in it back in the day when it was in the West End. But you and the rest of the cast were sensational. Like so, and you also made it your own. Like I didn't think it was like a carbon copy this time. It just felt like authentic. Yeah, it was. That was something for me anyway. With the character of Mark, that was something I was really trying to stay away from. Was you know seeing all the productions with the striped scarf and the the geeky glasses and you know those sort of quite iconic Markism things. And I and also there's this sort of um, I don't know just the way the way it's sung, the way the way the score is sung as well. I think everyone just had these unique pop-esque musical theatre voices but I feel that a lot of people were mainly sort of in the pop realm um, like Lucy Jones and Shanae Holmes as well like you know all artists in their own right so everyone had their own real unique take on these roles and it was just oh my god that cast was a dream that cast was an absolute dream yeah I mean it was just sensational and it's so funny because uh <laughs> Lucy kept to taking a piss because it was like I brought a new partner there every single time. <laughs> she was like, "Who's this?" I was like, "I don't know, someone from Tinder." I, d- I have no, no idea. I just I just bring him because this is the thing to do. Uh, if you're listening, I'm so sorry for not naming you. Um, <laughs> music, 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 music. Um, you're doing music as well, but what inspires you? What are you? What is you know on your Spotify playlist or your Apple Music? As people turn me off for saying that as well. Um, you know, what are you listening to? What is popping up? And you just go, "Wow." you know right now oh so i mean right now there is an artist called girl in red that i've literally just just discovered um literally she released this song on the 3rd of march i think it was called serotonin and it is literally it does what i love what pop music is so beautiful for you know you can take the most hookiest melodies and epic choruses under like really wicked beats and and production and talk about sort of sometimes really like heart-wrenching and like taboo subjects and i think she's only 19 and it's literally that song it's just like do you feel old when you find out that things like i'm like oh so old so old and i thought (laughs) i was like oh my god i've discovered this artist who's you know you know really new and current and (laughs) went onto their instagram it was like two million followers (laughs) i was like oh a bit late to the party (laughs) Yeah, because it's all the other 19-year-olds. Like, you're way... Like, because how old are you now? Can I'm, you say? I'm, I'm 31. I'm turning 32 yeah, yeah. next month. Do you know what? You, sa- you, sound, you, uh, you sound and look like you're in your mid-twenties. Oh, shucks. <laughs> no, like, I... You do, honestly. Do you think? Yeah, and, and, and the reason... I Because uh, I remember speaking to you before, because obviously you, you went and... Did you do one or two um, parts... Uh, not parts, but um, turns in Little Shop of Horrors? Did you do, did you do a couple of nights or did you do one? I did I did what I was... I was Seymour. I went on for Seymour for yeah, one I, night. I know. Because it wasn't your dream as well back in the day. Because I remember oh, thinking, yeah. he is a Seymour. Like, you are a Seymour. Like, not like you're wet and you have, like, a weird plant that eats people. Like, <laughs> but you just have this... You could just <laughs> smash that part to bits. Because it's really good sing oh like, there's some I, great songs in there yeah because i i mean i was in love with the film i was in love with the film and, and i didn't i didn't really film. i didn't really know how how big a sing of it was it was at times um yeah seymour was one of my dream roles along with mark was my dream role and then march march from spring awakening was my dream role and i ticked them all off ding 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 <laughs> ding 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 and now you're gonna be a big pop star so it's <laughs> fine <laughs> You know what I mean? That's a good way to go. Um, what inspired you when you were growing up? What was um, what was the music you were listening to? What were your parents listening to? You're like, oh, that is a shenizzle. That's what I want to do. Oh, okay. So my my dad, my dad has the biggest CD and vinyl collection. So I I grew up listening to so much stuff. I mean, Mike and the Mechanics, Lighthouse Family. You know, Heather Small, Annie, Annie Lennox, Phil Collins. I think Phil Collins is actually quite. Um, 
sometimes when I write, I, I, I sort of, when I listen back to Phil Collins stuff, I think I can hear, maybe I've carried lilts of his voice at times. Um, uh, and Just double track, all you have to do is double track. And then literally, that, like is, <laughs> that is my life in the studio. <laughs> double tracking is a gift. And then, um, I mean, Mike, I, Michael Jackson, I remember my mum playing me the black and white video and just being completely in awe and I, I was I was I was obsessed with Michael Jackson and then the Spice Girls the Spice Girls my gosh favorite song oh that's really really hard I I think I think oh I think say you'll be there it's my it's my road trip song if I'm in a car it literally is one of the first songs I put on if we're going on a road trip and like because it just makes everyone feel great yeah and Nelsie can sing. She can sing, sing that song. Oh, my Ugh. gosh. Oh, I was literally... I, that's so funny because I was watching... <laughs> don't know why. I went back to watch um, all the reunion concert videos this morning. <laughs> and I was just watching them. <laughs> oh, I love the Spice Girls. They're amazing. I, I which love one girl... were you? If, if you're going to be oh, one, baby. which one would you be? Your baby. baby. I dyed my hair. I remember we did like a performance in school. And I, I, when I said I dyed my hair... It was yellow. It was this yellow sort of like thing. Standard. And it mine came was out, orange. Was <laughs> it came out <laughs> green? Oh no! Green. Yeah, mine went orange. I, it didn't go well. I think I needed a harsh dye, but I, I, I was scared my scalp was just going to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one. Not the one. But then growing up from then, I mean, girl, I love girl bands, girl bands, girl bands, and then, um, then, uh, then it sort of the Destiny's Child era came along. And, you know, life was changed once again by Beyonce. She um, changes it. That performance that, I mean, any performance that they do, but that performance that she does for Coachella that's on Netflix. Now, I mean, I've watched that so many times. So many times. I love watching it with people who don't understand. They're like, how has she changed so quickly? And I'm like, I don't know. Just amazing, <laughs> isn't she? Not telling me it's filmed over two nights. but it's <laughs> They've changed Flipping their hair, the colour. It's mental. <laughs> That, that that's amazing that that Coachella performance it's 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 undeniable it's on like the best performance in the world and she only just finished having a kids didn't she you know, twins yeah. like yeah i mean and the glastonbury one was just mm. epic i remember i really remember watching the glastonbury one and then after i went straight to my i was living with my parents and i went straight to the little study where i had all my recording studio things set up and i started writing a song <laughs> And it was Aww. oh, it was so awful. Yeah, but and they're meant to be because it's it's where you go after. Then it's fine. It's and good. it was so funny. It was called Inspire. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely awful. Oh, it's so. How, funny. how old are you then? Can you remember? I no, I, I was a fully fledged adult. <laughs> fully fledged adult. That was. I was like, you know, what was I? I must have been like twenty six, twenty seven, maybe. <laughs> I don't know when she performed at Glastonbury. <laughs> Do you hate it when you come up with really good ideas and you look back and like, oh, well, that was shit. Like, in the moment, you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. Everyone's going to love it. In the moment, it was really, and it was really, like, quite moving. Like, you know, she just did this epic set and inspired me to write this song and, like, inspired me to, you know, be the artist I am. And it was shit. <laughs> Yeah, but if you listen to a lot of people's first songs and stuff, they are shit. It's fine. I'm going to say, I'm actually going to say the best thing for you, Billy, about music is, I think this is a good one to do, actually, because, well, girl bands probably, with a little bit of Phil Collins in there, but I'm going to say your recommendation straight away for Girl in Red, because I think if people haven't listened Mm. to it, and they're a bit like you, because I haven't heard it, so I'm late to the party, too, and we've got um, a girl called Bethia who does Bethia Beats, and she's just been on before this, and uh, she um, is choosing new music to be played. And what I'd like to do, I've never done this before, is we like to have you on Bethia Beats as well. So we're going <sighs> to, uh, she's going to uh, review and talk about your music, but like, um, yes. and then we play the full track at the end of the podcast. So what we're going to do in in um, in this series, I think we're going to do it already before. So you probably already listened to it, but there you go. Um, I'm, I'm loving the music and we'll talk about that a little later. We're going to come up with a new, little uh, bit for you so you have to just uh, think about it but uh, I'll give you some time to think about it but the okay. next question we've got to ask you is uh, what is the best thing about something random you've got a little jingle which is three seconds to think about it here we go something random 
I don't know why I did that. We had Peter Dixon on series two. Um, he's the voiceover guy. Oh, that would be cool. Billy Cullum. <laughs> oh I God. need to stop doing that. I'm going to get fired. He's going to pull <laughs> like all the stuff he's done for me. Um, how he is it, a legend. How did it feel in X Factor having your name said like that? I think we may have taken it slightly for granted until I finished doing the show. And then um, he was back to say sometimes, like, oh, um, do you mind um, doing my voice message? Because you know, back in the day, you, you used to have a voice message. Yeah. And he, he did the whole thing. But he actually did a sting for um, a little line for this podcast as well. So I need to use oh, it more. I haven't it. really used it. And we just had the um, Go Compare Man. Um, who's been on this series as well, uh, Wynn Evans, who's absolutely hilarious. We've got this journalist called Johan Harry, who's actually behind writing the, um, God, is it The World Against Billy Holiday? Or something like that. And there's just oh, one, wow. like, yeah, it's an incredible thing. And he's just, they're winning those awards. He's up, the main actress is up for an Oscar. Um, who else have we had in this season? Uh, like I said, we've got Joe McElgy coming in next. That's a spoiler for everyone else who's listening now. Um, and we've got you, so I'm pretty excited. We've got a couple of comedians as well. Josh Jones, if you haven't heard of him, he's this um, northern Mancunian, um, and he's just freaking hilarious. And Tom Reed Wilson, you know, the posh guy from uh, oh. Lips Go Dating. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's on this series. So, th- I mean, there's good people on there. There's oh, I love him so much. Good calendar. He, is, he was so much fun, to be honest. Um, anyway, something random what are you choosing billy well is a book random yeah okay i'm gonna go with a book <laughs> i can't bother saying no yeah that's fine <laughs> it just feels it just feels a bit like you know tv film book so i don't yeah, know if no, it was like random it. enough no but the tv film was ages ago we've had music since then talking about justin's child and spice girls of course of course Ooh, so good. and it ha- my my so this is like mm, oh this is re- it's really difficult because i have two I have two books in my head. I have a childhood favorite book, which is do where the, you can do both. Which is where the wild things are. Okay. Um, which I love, um, and I'm obsessed with crowns because of Max in the book wears this yellow paper crown, and I even have it tattooed on my forearm. <laughs> do you really show me? How do I show it? Oh yeah, yeah I can see it. It's upside. I mean, down. you can't see it at home, but that's fine. It's probably it's on his Instagram. <laughs> just, just have a look, and I think blue. it is actually yeah, um, standard. And then. So, and the, the most recent book that I've read that I'm absolutely in love with is a book called Rainbow Milk by Paul Mendez. And it's weird, you know, I'm a queer person and it's the first book I've read with like a queer narrative. And I blooming loved it. And I was like, and so I've I've just read loads more queer books since then. <laughs> And it's honestly an, an incredible, an incredible story. Are you a reader, really? And do, do you read a lot yourself? I yeah, I do. I read quite a bit. I read quite a bit. I, uh, mainly, again, like the films, are mainly sort of thrillers. I love, I love a good old thriller. But I also love those life-affirming books. Like, like I found it quite life-affirming. Rainbow Milk. Um, I'd never read anything like it before. Never read anything like it before. Um, so that would be my my little random best thing. I think I think that's really nice. No one no one has actually stood books for this. No one's actually um someone said hotel rooms. Who did that? I think yeah. Anyway, I won't give it away. Hotel room. Well, because sometimes like a hotel is like quite cool, isn't it? When you get to like oh, a I nice see. hotel. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's fine. Um, I mean, I mean, books. Childhood. I'm, I was very much brought up in Roald Dahl. And mm. uh, those sort of things, and, and, and I think it's really important. And especially if those, you know, books that are coming out, like called Rainbow Milk, and, and have the, the subtext of, you know, a queer story, that's so empowering for people who are growing up. And, you know, and, and if they're introduced to that young, that's a great thing because then they're like, oh, okay, well, I've always had this. They might take it for granted because I think. Yeah. <laughs> Although Rainbow Milk isn't suited, suitable for young. Well, I don't mean young, young. I mean, in the sense that like, if you're like 16 yeah, if, if plus. You're, yeah, if you're a teen. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I mean, th- 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 there's lo- there must be loads of books out there, but um, I, d- I don't know. I think, I'm, I can't remember who recommended it to me. I think it was my friend Amari, actually, who recommended it. Because um, the character um, comes from Wolverhampton, um, which is where Amari's from. Um, and I read it, and it's published by Dialogue Books, and they've, they've, they publish amazing books. And my God, it's in, it's just incredible. I, it's one of those books where I got to the last page 
and I was reading the last few sentences and my chest was going and I was like, no, no, it's coming to the end. And then I closed the book and then I just had a little cry to myself of like, that was an amazing experience with that book. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I'll leave the links for that below so people can link into it and, and get that on Amazon or wherever else they want yes. to get their books from. Um, okay, so the best thing for you really for bo- what well, is books, but pretty much uh, the rain- rainbow milk and uh, where the wild ones are. Sort of like, is that more appropriate when you, is that what it's called? Sorry, before where, I get that wrong. I was like, Dan. You're like, Dan, whatever. Where what the wild it? thing, where the wild things Why are. Why the wild things are, there again. No, where the wild go. things are. I'll, I'll pin it in the links below so people can uh, find that as well. Um, okay, so we're going to be finding out some more stuff about you, but just quickly at what you're doing now. But I want you to think about something nice about yourself. So what I'm going to ask you, Billy, is what is the best thing about you? You'll find out after this. I click straight back into it because I don't want you to think about it. Uh, Billy, what is the best <laughs> thing about you? The best thing? God, no, I don't think anyone, everyone's ever asked That's me why that. we asked this question. This is why we asked this question because I feel like if I said, what is the worst thing about you, you could probably say 10 things. But actually, we're trying to work out what is the best thing about you and just being nice about yourself for a second. Ooh, I think hmm, the best thing about me, that's a really hard question. I think, okay, I'm trying to put my in sort of recent positions i think i can be a real rock for my friends you can give examples if you want to i think i think <laughs> i think give the secrets of your friends right now Jacob. No, I, think, <laughs> I think that's probably i think a lot of my friends like i can be i i, I think i'm i'm really honest so my my friends can rely on that honesty i'm not saying it's wisdom <laughs> <laughs> no one has wisdom because apparently someone told me even in something right there's a little bit of wrong in it like even if you're right oh, yeah. there's a little bit of wrong in, wrong in it so you know because there's consequences i think a lot of times people kind of think um that, that they, they know something or, but i think that a lot of times any action is a reaction so even mm. if you kind of just do something you have to kind of think of like if i do this what does that mean down the line instead of just doing it in the moment because i think yeah. a lot of times we especially being younger and stuff like you know I didn't care what happened in the future. Now I do because I have a mortgage, so I have to. <laughs> of <laughs> like, course, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that on Twitter. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> in the drafts, what does what does Dan's drafts tweets <laughs> look like? It's worse than my TikToks. It's just me not being able to just failing at dancing and just terrible because I can't dance like kids. I've deleted TikTok now. I can't. I'm too old. It's just it's driving me insane. I've I've just re-downloaded it because I didn't never put anything on it and I just re-downloaded it because I was like you know releasing new stuff so might might as well try I, I can't I can't you should do duet stuff on it yeah I, I know I just, oh, I just find do it. Re- it's just no. really it's really excuses. weird to do isn't it excuses just do it it's, it's fine so I, could, I tell you what I I got like three back and I did a duet thing I was tickled pink by it I thought it was amazing Oh, really? Because it was oh, just like someone who just reached out and the song they don't know, they learnt it and they just sang it back. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's incredible. True. The I music's was... not for you anymore. You released it. It's for everyone else who feels it. You don't worry about your version of it. It's yeah. theirs now. And also, I was thinking of maybe doing like a dance, a TikTok dance challenge for the music video. Because on the second chorus, there's, there's like a, it's quite like a good routine moment. A solo yeah. routine moment. They, get, they do it on, uh, is it Triller? They do stuff on that, I like that on Trello, which is another social media platform as well. Yes, yes, I have. I've seen adverts for that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, apparently that's a good way of getting people, and you can kind of feed into other things and try and get your celeb friends to do it as well. So yeah, I'm sure people do it. So what about remixes? Are you uh, have you got any remixes done? No, I haven't. I haven't approached anyone for remixes. Um, yeah, I I'm really hit and miss with remixes. Sometimes I love them. And then sometimes I'm just, sometimes I go, what's the point? I guess it gives it to a different demographic that may not listen to the version that you may put out in the first place. Yeah. And then, and it, like, when I think of, like, some artists like LaRue, um, I, I remember hearing the remix of um, In For The Kill. Yeah. 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 And I remember it was the remix that got me hooked on to LaRue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I just don't, yeah. I haven't really thought about it. 
maybe I'll point you towards some people. What is coming up next? Obviously, yeah, you've got music out. Um, there's loads of music actually on on Spotify and uh, wherever you get your music from as well. Because you've been quite a busy boy over the kind of the last sort of three four years working on your music, haven't you? Yeah, I say especially the the last two years. I released I released my like debut album like when was it? Two thousand seventeen. The Lonely Hearts Club. Lonely Hearts Club. Oh yes. Got some person. good streams on there. I think Lost in News got about one hundred twenty nine thousand on there. It yeah, good. it's done. It's done well. Yeah, yeah, that did that did quite good. And um, I'm hoping this new sort of set of music has like a gear change with because I feel you know I think I finally feel like really sort of set in who I am as an artist moving forward now. Um, so I've got this like collection of singles that I'm releasing like almost every two months. Nice. Um, and there'll be a visual with it as well. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. And my, my friend Leanne Pinder, who has choreographed the Kiss Away video, is going to be choreographing every single video because I'm going to be dancing in every single one. Yes, you are. Yes, you, I mean, you're good at dancing. Would you do Strictly? <laughs> well, I'd have, to get, I'd have to get known first, wouldn't I? <laughs> do you know what, though? Do you know what, though? Say Say if I was like known or if i was in a soap and i got asked to do strictly i i would definitely say yes but i think even though i've trained in dance i think it would be really hard i don't think what people think is that if if say if you've trained in dance you usually train in like you know your ballet your jazz you never really train in 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 partner dancing which is a very different breed of dancing ballroom and latin you know <laughs> I, I've mean, never, like, I've never just... approached it. I've never approached that stuff. <laughs> so I would, you would have I, good extension of arms. You'd be good with the arms. That'd be, be fine. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd be really, really into the pasodoble. I think that would be my number. Ten. There you go. Yes. Thanks. What's going on? Where can people find you? I'm going to put it in the links below. But um, what is your uh, social media um, handles? I am. Billy Cullum on everything. How have you got your bloody name? Well done, because Lucy has got Lucy Jones one, and I just feel so annoyed <laughs> that someone's taken. <laughs> I always have to type Lucy Jones one, just because, and she's verified. There's someone out there called Lucy Jones, obviously, because it's like you know, a, a generic, not generic name. I don't really mean. Oh, she's going to kick my ass now. Um, <laughs> Jones is a. It's a common. It's a common Welsh surname, isn't it, Jones? Oh, Billy, I'm going to tell you this, and I haven't said this before, but yeah, we, we might as well do it now. Um, I think I've ruined Lucy Jones's birthday. Oh, no, why? So, Ethan messaged me, and um, just to just check in, see if I was doing all right and stuff. We had a nice conversation and stuff together, and, and I was like, yeah, no, really good. And um, thanks for calling me the other day. It was really nice. And, oh, I need to send over a video for Lucy's birthday, so I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. And then went to yeah. bed. Not realising that I'd sent that on a thread with me and Lucy and Ethan on it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. This is going to be put out after Lucy's birthday, so it's fair. Not like she's going to listen. But she might listen because it's you, so fair. Um, but, yeah, it's so... Sorry. Sorry, Lucy. Sorry. Oh, Lucy. Sorry, well, sorry. happy birthday, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Lucy. <laughs> I did a video of my dog apologising, and I'd wa- I walk in, and Darcy's just like she's got a gruff voice. She's like, um, "I just want to say happy birthday to Lucy, and uh, have a great one, and um, yeah, and lots of love." And I go, "Whoa, whoa, Darcy, are you not waiting for me?" She went, "Well, you let the cat out of the bag, so what's the point?" <laughs> Fair, happy birthday, bye. Uh, so that I've done an apologetic uh, video for her, but uh, yeah, I'm so excited to see what happens with you next. This is amazing, and I'd love to have you on as a guest when we um, do it on the road. I think we might be going on tour next year with this. Uh, we might be doing a version of this uh, in a studio as well. So it'd be nice to, do you know, what? it'd be just nice to get a bloody beer. Just a oh, beer. it would. I'll, I'll have a pina colada, please. A pina. Oh, <laughs> I remember being. I should. We should stop in a minute. But I remember being in Mexico and. And I just pressed a button, you pressed a button in Mexico. And I was just like, oh, can I um, get two pina coladas? He said, yes, sir. Um, after nine o'clock. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> There's me on the sun lounger at half past eight in the morning. Pina coladas, come on. Oh, that's um, brilliant. <laughs> that's a holiday. Uh, what are you up to the rest of the evening? Because um, we, we recorded this early, so that's quite nice for you. Because you, you, what are you doing? It's Barney the, stuff. Barney stuff, my new puppy. Um, yep. I'll be looking after Barney, doing some crate training. He's getting good. He's getting good. But crate's um, good. 
crate is good. Crate is good. And but also I've just discovered the new TV series Your Honor on Now TV. It's so Oh my gosh! I finished episode two last night. The the opening, yeah. Uh, the opening. Oh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen an opening sequence like that for a long time. It's good. And Brian Cranston, he directed it. Did he? Yep. Wow. I think I. I, um, I don't know if he wrote it, but I know he directed it. So that's pretty hard to direct something you're in. He's amazing. He is so, amazing. So good. I love. It. It's got that same. It's it's got quite a similar tension to Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, lo- I can tell it's just going to be. It's good. I'm it's like, really how good. Is it, how is that? I don't. Ha- has it ever been done that storyline before? I'm like, how has that storyline never been done? That's true. Have you seen um, Behind Her Eyes? Yes. Did you like it? Do you not like it? We can't give anything <laughs> away because there's a big thing at the end. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe I, maybe I lost interest a bit. Maybe you did. Did it? Did it actually? What I think happened happened. Like, yeah. It it sort of changed genre, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it didn't do it for me. <laughs> well, you know what? It's not for everyone. That is fine. We'll leave it there. I think, uh, Billy, you've been an amazing guest <laughs> and very honest. Like you said, um, you said the best thing about you is that you're a rock for your friends because you're honest. I like it. You're honest about TV. You're honest about everything you said. Um, I've been following your career since I first saw you. Um, you actually smash out of the park of everything you do. Um, and I'm super proud of you. And thank you so much for doing this podcast. Oh, and uh, I can't wait to have you back. Thank you tons for having me on. It means a lot. Thank you. I say that to everyone. It's fine. No, <laughs> no I don't. Honestly. <laughs> I just like, you know, like at this time, you like carving out, carving out time in the day after a year of like doing nothing. Feel, it, it, it feels a lot, doesn't it? It does. It's, 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 it's tough. So, you it's know, being game. able like like having someone take the time to you know take time for you it's it's lovely well you've got this podcast forever now so no matter what happens it's there in all of its glory because i won't edit any of it um, <laughs> <laughs> have a good one callum you've been an absolute star thank you i just called you callum then but like mr callum do could be people call you mr callum no uh, mr callum callum not callum callum fuck's sake Dan. people call, me, people call me no people have mr. started B? calling me cull because Cull. Cull, yeah, my dad, my 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 dad's side of the family called him Cull, and sometimes oh. it catches on, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I just got called Deej when I was at, at Art Z. That's Deej, a, that's a, that's a, that, yeah, really? Deej, Deej, yeah, because it was DJ. DJ. I never ever said that, but then they just called me Deej, and that was it. And then no one knew my name for the whole time. <laughs> that's what I was called. Thanks for that. Um, right, I'm gonna stop here. Thank you so much to our wonderful guest, Billy Cullum. Not Callum, Cullum. Um, an absolute treat. And if you want to find out all the stuff that he's up to, you can find him at his website, which are on the links below. And you can get him on his social media, which is at Billy Cullum. Thank you also to the wonderful Adam Harris, who does our fat chicken. His answer will be right at the end of this. So stay tuned. Thank you to Bethia Beats. Her track of the pod we played just after Adam Harris's fat chicken answer. Thanks to the boys at Film Bag doing our reviews, making sure we don't miss out on those must-see films and TV programmes. The music in the background is by Tom Baxter, Jimmy Lundy and myself. And the artwork is done by JMD. Right, that's it. Adam's up next, then Bethia Beats, and then I say goodbye. Well, I say goodbye now. Uh, we'll see you next time. I think you're giving it away, but next week's guest is the wonderful Joe McEldry. Very exciting. So we'll see you then. Hey, hey, fat chicken. I was finding out how many pyramids there are in Egypt. Pyramids. I'm going to say that again, just because the first time was sketchy, wasn't it? You clocked it, I clocked it. Clucked it. Very good. I'll I'll do the jokes, guys. Uh, The Egyptian pyramids. There are 118 pyramids in Egypt. Uh, The Egyptian pyramids are ancient pyramid-shaped masonry structures located in Egypt. Sources cite either 118 or 138 as the number of identified Egyptian pyramids. Most were built as tombs uh, for the country's pharaohs and their consorts during the Old and Middle Kingdom periods. Another one of those long facts for you next time. Cluck, cluck. Probably something like go. Can you said hello? Swallowing the words you say, 
She's in the shape of me. 